podcast where we guide you through your favorite movie or not so favorite movies i'm josh i'm sammy <gasps> i'm indoni i like how you just completely left disney channel out of the <laughs> I did. Yeah. i just i realized that that's what the long sigh was about i mean we're starting the transition now for when we eventually run out of decoms we have done a lot of a lot of movies but okay. now i'm just saying we guide you through your favorite movies and not favorite movies, which is pretty much just any movie. We're just going through the entire canon of film literature. That's it. We're going to get through every single movie that's ever existed. I'll tell you what, you guys. Today, though, start a <laughs> summer camp and learn some children because we are watching Camp Rock 2. <laughs> that fucking intro is so creepy. Well, Josh is creepy, so... Yeah. Midgey can't wait to return to Camp Rock so that she and her love interest, Shane, can spend the summer making music and having fun with their friends and bandmates. But when a rival camp, Camp Star, run by famous music producer Alex Turner, opens across the lake, it causes many Camp Rock campers and counselors to ditch Camp Rock and join Camp Star. Mitchie finds herself too busy running the camp and preparing for the camp wars to have much fun, but Shane and friends, oh my god, this is so long, help her open up and look on the bright side of summer. The Camp Rock gang spends the summer preparing for a dramatic battle of the bands while still maintaining to have fun. Oh, the longest summary there has ever been. I think that summary was longer than the movie. It was just the whole movie. That was the movie. We don't have to go through the notes now. Okay. All right. This uh, that was a fun episode. You guys are all sixes, and let's get out of here. Don't forget to jam into our DMs. See you later. Bye. Okay, but really, her name is Mitchie. Yeah. Yes. I think it's a cute. Name. Did you guys watch the first one? I was yes. not on that. Oh. It, it was me and Andoni and Gina on the first one. Yeah. Was the first one as good as this one? I thought this one was better. Oh, good. Should we say this is actually a re-recording because the first time we tried recording, uh, the audio failed. I'm hoping I'm hoping Lori cuts in some bits and pieces because there was some gold material. Oh, oh my that. god, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I I cried myself to sleep at night when Lori said that audio wasn't oh. gonna work out. I <laughs> was just like, no, we were so on point. That was oh. like the best episode we've ever recorded. Yeah, and that was even the day <laughs> when she she said she was gonna be like low energy because she had a long day at work, but she brought it. I mean. She roasted us the whole episode. I mean, she <laughs> she brought something, and that something was a coal fire barbecue. Ooh, they roasted true. us on it. Was that barbecue hotter than the Joe Bros? It was certainly hotter than his haircut in the last movie. <gasps> this movie is a marked improvement on like looks and style. This movie was a marked improvement on the first one in all forms. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing. I'm double fisting. Oh, what you got going on there? I got here a, a Hans Pills for the alcohol content, and I have here a, an orange vanilla Coke Zero for the non-alcohol content. I have here filtered water and more filtered water. Well, I've got air in one fist and a pomegranate cherry sparkling seltzer water in the other. Wow. I'm on keto again, so I can't. Gross. Yeah. Gross. We're, we're doing, because this time Kevin's doing it with me. Oh, God. <laughs> well, sorry. Sorry, died. audience. I just dropped all of you. This time Kevin and I are doing it together. So, like, there's more effort put into the meals. So, tonight we had, like, deconstructed burgers just without the bun. Ooh. Ooh. It's better when you're doing it with someone else because then there's someone else who's miserable with you. And misery loves company. AKA my sex life. <laughs> <laughs> So now that we know what me and Josh have been up to lately, Sammy, what's new in your life? Recording for the first time ever from the new house. So I might be a little echoey because we don't have trim Ooh. or baseboards. 
New house. Uh, yeah, this is my room or what will be my room when all the trash is taken out. Uh, Josh, did you successfully musically castrate yourself after work today? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Super honest. I really wanted to hate this movie but I couldn't hate it as much as I wanted to. Right? It wasn't that bad. It really wasn't that bad. I was having residual hate, hatred from the first movie that I hadn't seen in 10 years. So I you mean, hated the first one? Oh, yeah. Did you watch it again before you watched the second one? No. I didn't think the first one was that bad. Wait. Uh, I didn't love it. When I was like a something year old watching it, I was like... I think. Probably 18 or 19. So this is all about Mitchie, right? And she's going back to camp as summer camp does. Like summer camp is never the same the second time around. Because like you have certain expectations. She's going back with all these expectations. And she's like, I can't wait to hang out with my with my bae at summer camp. Yeah. Uh, Joe Jonas is her like long distance boyfriend, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they've been keeping in contact this whole time, but not meeting and hanging out. Like, he's a rock star. I feel like he can afford a plane ticket to come hang out with her or like fly her out to like one of their shows or something, right? Yeah, or like I'm sure if she lives in not the middle of Bumblefuck Nowhere, like one of his shows would have been at least somewhere near. Okay, Bumblefuck is actually a really nice place. I don't like <laughs> talking ill about no, no, not the town of Bumblefuck, the neighborhood of nowhere within Bumblefuck. Oh, yeah, that place sucks. That's the it's the shitty part of Bumblefuck. It's the slums. It's really the pits. Uh, have you either, well, first of all, did either of you go to summer camp as a kid? Yes. Yes. Did you have a summer camp boo? No. Oh, no. Oh, I did. And let me tell you, it's exactly like this. You're like, oh, we're like boyfriend and girlfriend. But like, you don't talk at all. And then you show up and you're like, yeah, we're together still, right? And then it's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> right. And it's been like a year. Yeah, of like maybe, well, back in the day, it was like letter exchanges. And then eventually at some point it became like AIM, you know, AIM is oh, a messenger. I was not cool enough to to be up with the times. I was on AIM all day, every day. Oh my God, yeah. Like as soon as I came home from school, log in, make a new screen name <laughs> every week. <laughs> You'd have to set your away message to like My Chemical Romance lyrics. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, yes. camp, camp is time for you to just like be crazy, live your best life, start a relationship. And then when camp ends, it ends. It's like Las Vegas. What happens at camp stays at camp. Well, Mitchie's hoping that what happened at camp didn't just stay at camp. She's ready <sighs> to hang out with Joe Jonas. What's his name? Shane. She's ready to hang out with Shane and kindle their their romance. We're not really sure if that's going to happen because they have this whole bit where their tour bus breaks down and falls off of a cliff. So we're like, yeah. oh no, are they going to be there? But obviously they're going to be there. Well, so I wonder if that, was, that bus was like a Joe Jonas brothers like leftover bus from their real life tour it had their faces on it well they could have just like gotten an old school bus and screen printed their faces <laughs> no sammy i mean from their tour and so laurie had pointed out previously that like a lot of the stage props later in the show look very similar to the stuff that the jonas brothers used in their shows so that's why i think like oh that yeah probably was their real tour bus but they weren't called the Jonas Brothers in this movie. They're, they no, have like they a were, different band name. They're called Connect, Connect Three. Three. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Oh. Isn't Connect Four a thing? That's yeah. a game. Right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a game. Like, why couldn't they just? I said this before. Why couldn't they just get the youngest brother, the youngest Jonas? There's a fourth one, and there put him is. in the movie and be Connect Four. That would make a lot more sense. I would be on yeah. board then. <clears throat> but no, it's just the three. No, they're connected. Who are in the show? Oh no, they're little brothers in the TV show. In the Jonas Brothers TV show? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I didn't watch that. <gasps> I didn't either. Me neither. I'm not a Joe Bro fan, honestly. No, I do like their new song though. I still haven't listened to it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You'll be shamed by Lori. I know. I'm not a super huge Joe Bro fan either. I like. I don't mind them. They seem, well, I didn't know them back in the day, but now they seem pretty dope. Oh, one of them is married to Sophie Turner, and she's pretty rad. 
And apparently and... they do joint Halloween costumes that are super cool. Oh, yeah. And then the other one is just kind of like a thirst trap for the gays, but he seems pretty chill. Josh, you look surprised like you don't know that that's a fact. Oh, no, I know. He, yes, I know. Mitchie goes to camp. (laughs) (laughs) And she runs into her old friends. (laughs) I'm sorry, what's so funny? How many times have we established that this girl's fucking going to fucking camp, okay? Go to camp. So, so she Wait, so sees her at this friend. moment is she on her way to camp like right now? <laughs> yes, she's she's currently going to camp. Oh. Right now. And she she finds her old friends and they're like, "Oh my god, great to see you. What song are we going to sing at the first jam?" And she's just like, "Oh, I've been working on this song. I have exactly one line. One line of the song. It's it." And so she sings it and they're like, "Oh my god, it's amazing. It's one line." Like a single yeah. line of a song and I, then they all dance around on tables and stuff right yeah, one guy's yeah. playing guitar and he like it happens to be like a good oh or whatever and she's like oh that'll perfectly match my song and then like all of a sudden everyone knows the song this was my See, least favorite um thing preach preach this movie differed from the fir- the first one the only musicality was like when they're performing in their jams. Oh. But in this one, it's more of a musical, like they all know the song and they all have a choreographed dance, like high school music, which I'm fine yeah. with musicals. I just want consistency. Yeah. Right. I also didn't like the dance in this first song. <gasps> okay. The choreography in this bothered me. It was real weird. I don't know if it was the way they were like walk waddling while kicking their feet out at the same it was very weird and they were all doing the exact same thing which i'm sure that happens a lot but like it was really noticeable that everyone was doing the same exact dance all the time yeah you know what this was this was a very long demi lovato music video Okay, let's just call it what it is. <laughs> I mean, basically, well, the first movie was just trying to build Demi Lovato as like the most incredible singer since Aretha Franklin. Okay. And, oh. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't buy it for one second in the right. first movie. I'm definitely not buying it in this one. You know what? This isn't the first time they've done that too. Because wasn't Cheetah Girls the first one was like the only music was them performing, and then the second and third one was very like choreographed. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So there's a few musical numbers. <laughs> there's a few musical numbers. Uh, Shane Same. and the rest of Connect 3 show up. And the director is like, uh, we shouldn't treat them like celebrities. Just treat them like normal people. And the entire camp is like, okay. Yeah, they're like, yeah, fine. <laughs> I didn't quite understand the Jonas Brothers characters. So in this one, they, I think they like tried to sneakily transition into them being brothers like for real whereas in the first one they were just friends which doesn't work out because they all look exactly the same but then in this one axel introduces them as his nephews so it's like oh okay i guess they're brothers now yeah they were very much brothers or like no one said they weren't brothers so at this point we find out that there's a new camp in town called camp star and it's run by axel turner who is an old bandmate of Uncle Brown's. Ooh. His name is Brown. Yes. Brown Cesario. Cool. And I guess there was a falling out between Axel and Brown. Now they are sworn enemies. And this camp is another kick in the balls for Uncle Brown. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're also brothers. Oh, okay. no, they're not brothers. They are, they're brothers. Yeah. It's in the I, notes. It's in the it's in the notes. Read the notes. I but I remember I remember that being incorrect. Oh no no, okay, no they were just in a band. Okay. <laughs> They're just in a band and someone one of them was like, you got kicked out, and the other one's like, I left. It still doesn't quite explain why he decided to like buy the camp lot right next to him. Because he's a bitter bitch. He's a yeah, he just wants to get revenge. Is that something that people with money do? Uh, I feel like they definitely do things to spite each other. I feel like I would. you could totally <laughs> make a lot of money from one of these camps. Imagine like his camp was ritzy. Okay. Like full on stages. They gave away like all this free stuff and they had hot cocoa. Definitely like $2,000 a kid at least. Right. 
easily a week but i think the original camp rock also was should have been making money of course he's talking about them struggling this year but yeah in the first movie it was all like all the kids were children of famous people in some capacity so yeah they were doing fine they should have been he got really dramatic about this though he's like no we're gonna have to close now uh i was gonna say camps tend to to function on like pretty thin margins because you know they're only open for the summer and you need to be able to pay whatever cost it is to own that land all year round i don't know i don't know know. if you're rich enough it doesn't even matter camp star seems to be their their business model seems to be more like for rich people than camp rock is even though camp rock was also for rich people yeah everyone's like all the kids were connected like my dad owns music tv Uh, yeah because that was the entire conflict of the first movie was that mitchy didn't fit in because her parents weren't famous wow so and now in this movie they're like the underdogs yeah and now in this movie they're the underdogs so that really like it doesn't it doesn't track so i guess brown is concerned that camp rock is going to poach all of his campers which is a legitimate concern especially since a lot of these children are going to these camps to start a career and camp star seems to be more about the career than it is about the music and i'm sure there's a lot of those kids that are uh, oh yeah they're there for wooed that. by that yeah, yeah that's what they're there for so they're like well you're not going to give me the career that camp star is so i'm going to go over there that's what happens and axel is not shy about it either he's like hey if you camp counselors want to work for me i'll pay you three times more if you kids want to come here i'll make it super easy for you like look at all the nice things i have come here and apparently he loses all of his, well, most of his counselors, which, duh, if I were getting offered three times the salary, yeah, there no is question. no one on earth that could keep my yeah. loyalty. <laughs> I was making like three bucks below minimum wage when I was a camp counselor. If you're tripling my pay, absolutely going to come work for you. Right. At one point, one of the kids is like, this is like a resort. So I would gladly stay there too. Yeah. Well, Camp Star sends over via t-shirt cannons uh, s'mores materials. <gasps> At the that end of their smart. opening jam. Yes. Yeah. And invites them to a bonfire. So all of all of Camp Rock is over at Camp Star. And they're just wowed by it. And they have like an arena set up for yeah. performances. Yeah, what's really nuts is that that place was built presumably in a year. <laughs> Right? That's what's nuts. Even look, because it seemed to take Brown by surprise. You'd think he would be getting notifications that like, hey, someone across the way is doing some real construction. <laughs> yeah. You think he'd notice this. This is, this whole event happening is when I start to question what really goes on at Camp Rock. What, what, what did they have planned? It seemed like they had absolutely nothing planned except to go to the Camp Stars events and to like be in a competition with Camp Star. What would have happened if there wasn't a Camp Star? That's what I would like to know. Would they just sit around? Have well, no, it would have been like all the jams like in the yeah. first one. It would just be endless jams. Boring. Camp Rock is really just a front for child labor to produce oh very high-end jams and jellies. Wow, I see. <laughs> Oh my God, make money from the kids, make money from the jams. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's double income there. You're not losing. Shit, this is genius. We need to start a summer camp right now. Let's do it. Let's start Camp Pod. Camp Pot? <laughs> pod. Oh, pod. Oh. <laughs> but, okay, Camp Pot as well. And then we'll use the kids to harvest our weed plants. Wait, why oh, is this yeah. familiar? Did this come up last time? <laughs> it might have. Are we hooked on the same business plan always? I don't remember what we talked about last time. <laughs> either. I don't remember what I did earlier today. All I remember is being called a six. <laughs> taking That's... offense to it for an wow. hour and a half. <laughs> oh yeah. The backpedaling involved in that was just great. <laughs> oh, wait. They did include the fourth Jonas brother because when they get there, Kevin... Oh but yeah. Is it the actual Jonas Brothers name is Kevin? Oh. I think that's Kevin. I don't know them, the difference yeah. between Nick and Kevin, honestly. Kevin I know is Joe Jonas is the main love interest. In this, yeah. yeah. But so like they're there and he's 
talking to one of the kids from Camp Rock. The kid has a camera. He's like, oh, let me see it. Then he drops it in the lake and he's got to go in after it. But I'm pretty ah. sure that kid is the actual fourth Jonas brother. Oh. If that's not him, then he's now been adopted by the Jonas Brothers because I say that he's the fourth Jonas. That's fine with me. He's cool. also like relentless to Kevin Jonas the whole movie. Oh yeah, he's like causing him all kinds of misery and pain. Literally pain. Um, They all, the Joe Bros go over to this other camp and they're like, I don't want to be here. But then one of them sees a cute girl and they're like, oh, I'll, I need to find my seat now. <laughs> Yeah, so Camp uh, Star is wooing Camp Rock in all of the ways. They've got cute girls. They've got money. And they have a killer opening jam. The the music that Camp Star did was different. It it was like... Way more produced. Very produced. It was a little hip-hop-y, R&B-y. Definitely more about the choreography and the show. I didn't like their opening number. Uh, me neither. I like so they were trying to set up like the produce like shiny and flashy stuff versus the what like like acoustic raw raw talent, which I still don't think Demi Lovato has. <laughs> <laughs> I think her singing has definitely improved in this movie from the first. It's one. fine. She is a good singer. I'm not going to lie, but I don't think she's as like show stopping as they keep billing her to be. Right. Like she's just she's a fine singer. Is she a six? She's a six. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree. Honestly, they some of the parts were so overproduced though. And like the voice was like an auto-tune-y. She was doing weird trills and everything. I had to turn my headphones all the way down. It was like hurting my ears. All the like repetitive trill vocal things she was doing. I'm like, this is annoying. Stop. <laughs> when they get to Camp Star, they're they're in like the amphitheater and they ask for volunteers from Camp Rock to come down and sing. And Mitchie volunteers, which is a huge character development from the first movie where she was too shy to ever sing in front of anybody. Wow. See, I don't remember. Like, I don't know what I did, but I missed this part somehow. Yeah, she volunteered to sing. And then she starts singing this song that she wrote for a friend in air quotes. Uh, but it's clearly about Joe Jonas and it's about how she misses him and like, are we friends? Are we, are we what? We're like, we're like an unfinished song (gasps) where like, whatever. But oh my God, he literally just before that, he's like, Hey, let's not go to the show. Let's go do our own thing. The fuck keeps turning (laughs) it down. Yeah, it's all on her now. Yeah. It's super weird. A lot of people switch over to Camp Star. Most notably, at least to us, is Tess, the like blonde girl who immediately switches. The, her whole storyline in the last movie was completely, it was made completely mute, mute by this. Because like, you know, the whole thing was she was supposed to have been a better person at the end of the last movie. But her doing this is like, like I get that that's her focus, but then it kind of makes her a villain again. Of sorts. I mean, if there even like if there isn't a villain other than Axel, it does. But I don't think it's that out of character. So the first movie, she was like a mean girl, where she was willing to step on anybody to get ahead. And then by the end of it, she learned to like like two people can win. Like you're two people can be good singers, and it's fine. Yeah. This one, I don't think it. I don't think this one takes away from that. It just. She never stopped wanting to be a star. She just learned that other people can also be stars. And in this one, I think she was just like, well, this place is going to take my career somewhere that Camp Rock can't. Fair. I guess it's the difference between wanting to be a star and wanting to be an artist. Yeah. I don't think she ever wanted to be an artist. I think she always wanted to be a star. Yeah. And I think she learned how to be more um, willing to share about it but she that she never stopped wanting to be a star (laughs) i still just don't quite know what the problem is between both camps like there's not a there's not really an issue like they're both fine camps to go to the one that's got more bells and whistles is going to look more appealing yeah so everyone's going to want to go there and then that, that just puts the other one out of business Josh is just like a yeah, that's the free market. Bubble. That's capitalism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but we're already attached 
emotionally to the other to the one camp. So sorry. I guess we know which camp you would go to. Yeah, I'd go to Camp Rock because they seem like they're more <laughs> about the basics. <laughs> and like, hey, learn how to write a song first. Okay, well, if you go to Camp Rock, make sure you bring along like 150 more people. And I'll make sure that we all get turned into volunteers and be camp counselors since everyone else quit. Unpaid counselors, too. Yes. Well, they all volunteered, but, well, no, they were voluntold. They did, a, they did a cute musical number about, like, not being able to back down from this fight or this opportunity or something. We won't yeah. back down, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't know if I like that song either. I, none of these songs <laughs> I particularly loved. So they do the whole thing where, like, oh, we're camp counselors and we don't know what we're doing. And they all suck at it. And all the kids, like, make their lives miserable. I don't get how if they were campers before this, they don't know where to go for their activities. Maybe they were just so frazzled. They're like, they're like, oh, I don't, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I've forgotten even my first name. I don't even, I forgotten even my first name. <laughs> But, you know, before the song is over, they get their shit together. They do. They do. Just like with any good song. And then um, Nick Jonas is, is Mr. super Binocular creepy. Man. Spying on this cute girl is across the where, way. Is this the part where she's playing piano on, yes. like, some skin <laughs> yeah. over the water? Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. <laughs> So over the top. <laughs> over the top. I love it. But also, like, that piano is completely just exposed to the elements. And there was no railing. Like, that is... It was pretty much floating on the river somewhere. Yeah, that is not OSHA right. And it was, like, 30 feet up. She could, <laughs> someone could actually get, like, really hurt if they fell into the water the wrong way. I love that Axel is, like, setting up this camp. And he's like, yes, this little outcropping right here. A piano. Just a white one. piano. <laughs> specifically for my daughter none of these (laughs) piano choices change the fact that nick jonas is still sitting in the bushes with his binoculars staring at this girl making weird mouth noises Um, (laughs) that was in my imagination he's like and he doesn't doesn't even know how to talk to her oh god that was all really just very upsetting oh god he canoes over to her or something and she's like oh hey and she has like his name written on her wrist what which the is frick? the creepiest thing <laughs> so she's like i was just playing around and it and i accidentally wrote your name on my wrist with a permanent marker how do you what? accidentally write someone's name on your wrist they just met the night before how does she even remember his name i don't remember people's names Maybe that's why she wrote it on her wrist. Maybe she was like, Ooh. gotta remember his name. Wait, so we talked about this last time. Have you ever written someone's name, like someone you had a crush on? Not on my body, no. Not I remember <laughs> there was a time where like, you'd be leaving school and people would be like, oh yeah, just call me. And then like, you'd have a pen and you'd write it on your hand like, Sam, 502 <laughs> Six, 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 that's the devil's number. <laughs> I'm not calling you. <laughs> I did confess last time I have done this, but I was sad and broken up with it. <laughs> it wasn't like a cute thing. Was it your uh, oh. was it your summer camp fling? Oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, kind of, in a way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay wow <laughs> oh, I'm, so, I'm so sorry that you broke up with nick jonas yes i did the breaking up <laughs> i mean i would have too if i were the girl here and <laughs> nick jonas was being so creepy <laughs> i don't know she seems e- equally creepy she's all she's like oh i'm such a nerd blah blah i don't even remember what she likes She's so she's like, if I were doing anything but singing, I'd be dancing. I know that's so nerdy. And I'm like, that's what? the opposite of nerdy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and also she's at like a music slash choreography dance camp. I think you can yeah. do that. You're fine. Yeah. Go ahead. You're welcome to dance. Like nobody's judging you for being a dancer in this environment. All about performance. Nick has this weird thing where he can't really like 
talk to her because he's so shy. He ends up having to hide under the canoe and he lies about liking canoeing. So that was oh, that. Yeah, I forgot about like, that. He was is... just like, I love canoeing. Canoeing's oh, my yeah. thing. That was so dumb. It's it like, no, it I canoed pretty... over here to see you. That would have been so much easier. You know what's even better? Canoodling. Oh, I like canoodling. And now we're all in agreement. <laughs> well, Axel is not on board with his daughter and Nick Jonas canoodling. He sure isn't. And especially not canoodling in a canoe. No canoodling. so he gets wet because he hides under the canoe and he's like i hate canoeing well no you really actually hate hiding under canoes which is totally fine i don't remember what the what's the peaking on the camp rock kids oh i think they were spying so camp star comes in and like spies i don't remember why they spied though i don't remember why either because they hadn't at this point talked about the the, the show off yeah so i don't know why they were spying I'll, I'll tell you what the weirdest most cringiest part of this movie was though them marching over doing some weird choreography march dance they were thing. stepping it was very weird it was super it was like a, a crump essentially when they get there because they're just like they were trying to stomp the yard and it just like, this is not intimidating. There's only five of you. It was a group of like 15 year old white kids. Like they were not intimidating. No. Um, and they got there basically to say, hey, we're cooler than you. And I'm pretty sure Demi Lovato was wearing like a cute sundress. Yeah, she was. <laughs> <laughs> you can't intimidatingly stomp the yard in a sundress. Well, I'm sure you could. She was not though. They stomp up to the camp star and they're like, we're better than you. And we challenge you to a final showdown. Oh my gosh. But you know what? That's not big enough. You know what would be big if we put it on live Toast. TV? If they put it on toast. Uh, <laughs> I really want toast now. Mitchie, Mitchie accepts the television offer on behalf of the entire Camp Rock, even though they're all under 18, and that's probably right. illegal in some way, right? They need their parents to sign something. But who the fuck cares? They're going on TV, and Uncle Brown is kind of upset because he's like that you shouldn't have done that you're playing right into their hands yeah there's no way we can compete with them and it's going on tv and it's going to be publicly broadcast that we are not a camp that people should be going to and we're going to lose our camp and so that's why she's like becoming a total workaholic and like forcing everyone to just only work on super hard things to work on instead of having fun at summer camp and summer camp's about having fun, kids. And, and Shane is getting real frustrated because he just wants to hang out with his girly friend. But like, she doesn't tell anybody that she overheard this. So again, the communication bullshit, which is the crux of every decom, and yeah. most importantly, curl it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of the most of the kids just think that this is a a fun, healthy competition. Yeah. And there's no real stakes involved. Yeah. But Mitchie knows that if they lose, they lose the camp. And she should have told everybody, hey, if we lose, we lose the camp. And then maybe people would be trying to focus more. Yeah. Right. So how long has the camp been open? Like, you'd think he'd have more of a safety net than just one summer. Yeah. It was kind of strange that he, maybe he's freaking out so much just because he's like, he feels like this guy's out to get him no matter what. And it's yeah. not actually like an issue. I don't know. I'm sure he still like gets. Ro- he was a rock star for however long. I'm st- sure he still gets like royalty checks. Yeah, he should be fine. I'm sure. I'm sure he's like he's like one sign of the camp starting to fail, and he's like, "Well, I'm pulling my funding. I'm out." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm out, pros. <laughs> Listen, you got to spend your money smartly when you're not actively working anymore. That's why athletes all go broke. Uh, so Mitchie is just a terrible bundle of nerves. And she's kind of a jerk to everyone, but she's just stressed out and lashing out. Um, So Shane tells Kevin Jonas, whose name we cannot remember, to start a water fight to, you know, like help ease the tensions and get everyone like cheerful and happy again. But she freaks out. 
she's like, you guys are not taking this seriously. And they're like, you have given us no reason to take it seriously. So I love right. water gun fights. They're we're, so much fun. We're just trying to have fun at summer camp. Like you're supposed to do at summer camp. Yeah. And then Shane's getting all pissed off because she doesn't want to spend time with him. And he oh thought that gosh. this was their opportunity to spend time together and get to know each other. And like, oh my gosh foster a real relationship okay but i'm so glad that they were fighting because their musical number was really cute they have a duet they're like you're fire you're ice and they like are singing intertwined and i was like oh this is cute oh i don't remember the song but i do remember thinking the harmonies were good yeah i thought it was kind of dumb <laughs> oh no the song was dumb because they're like you, at the end of the song it's it's one of those where they're like it's a duet but they're not singing together they're just like walking through the camp separately yeah singing if i remember correctly and then at the end they see each other and you're like oh they're gonna reconcile and then he's like no peace out and he just walks away from her yeah i mean he ends up doing the right thing though i mean kind of well i don't know i think so he ends up writing a song he stays up all night and gets a song arrangement done to like apologize to her or something but i don't think he's the one who needed to apologize i think she's the one who's been ignoring him this whole time and then still blaming him somehow (laughs) she needed she needed to find a way to like balance her her work and her life her love life and that was to tell everybody what the situation is yeah but then also like your your relationships are also important and i understand they're like 15 or whatever so it's not that There's important 16 but... now at least okay okay whatever but like you should put some prioritizing in your partner or potential partner if you want anything to happen and she seemed very intent on something happening this summer so gotta lose that v card joshua <laughs> she was hoping <laughs> this is the dcom oh i'm so sorry the d does not stand for dong that stands for daddy for sure. Definitely. Not both. <laughs> is Joe is Joe Jonas a daddy? A dong daddy? <laughs> <laughs> a disciplined daddy? I Anybody think else he's... ever watch Arrested Development? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, you don't remember that? A disciplined I do. daddy. <laughs> but okay, so what he does instead is puts together like an arrangement for a song and like decides to get everyone on board and figures out what everyone needs to do so she doesn't freak out as much because and he communicates they, with everyone and then they all work as a team cohesively and they perform the joe bros perform a song called like heart and soul or something like that yeah. it's about how to like put your heart and your soul into your oh music oh my god you know what this was one of my favorite actually yeah, it was really like good. To do the dramatic reading of one of the verses if you if oh you would. please do oh, please strumming drumming slide across from running the stage is your home if you learn how to own it like the great steed there's no way that you can fake it you've got to feel the beat before you can move even though you're not wearing blue suede shoes if you got a heart and a soul you can rock and roll rock and roll that was beautiful oh yeah wait sorry snaps <clears throat> that was that really was well read. Thanks. That was one of the moments where I was like, this is fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> you should uh, go to like an open mic night at a Starbucks or something and read that. <laughs> no, I will do the other song that Nick Jonas does later. The oh, the one about like, I don't like cheese on my guess. That's my favorite song. <laughs> yeah, I, really love I it. have never seen this movie yet. I knew that song. That's how big that song got. I love really? that song. It was my favorite song. <laughs> a lot of people sent me that song like when this movie came out and they're like, you have to listen to this. It's so good. So that's actually where we're at. Uh, the the girl that he's been chatting up. Do we know her name? Uh, Maureen. No, that's all right. The daughter of the other, of Axel. <laughs> Well, yeah. this is the part where uh, Lori questioned why he even needed to do that and why she was reacting the way that she was reacting because she's like an eight and probably doesn't even need to try. And we're all sixes and need to try really hard. 
basically basically um, um, so she's she's mad at him for not communicating very well or like telling her yeah. anything about himself she doesn't know like, anything about him yeah yeah she's like i like dancing and piano and my dad's actually a really nice guy when he's not competing against his former friend and bandmate and then she's like all i know about you is that you like canoeing and he's like i don't like canoeing She's like, okay, great, thanks. She's like, well, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know why she's even all hung up on this guy if she knows so little about him. Like, I can understand, like, physical attraction is there, but, like, oh. she has put so much time and energy into trying to foster something, and she knows so little about, like, if I were her, I just would have given up. I just would have been yeah, like, ah, he's not like, into me, and just, oh, like, moved on. Just some Well, candy. no, he showed up in a canoe for her, so, but also, I think this has only been three days. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> when in, but in actuality, it's been, like, the whole summer. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so he's just like, oh, shit, I need to actually, like, put some effort into this, and so mm-hmm. he shows up at the camp, like, during their rehearsals, they have, like, a three-minute break. And he's like, no, 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 wait, I have a song for you. I wrote you a song. Yeah, and it's like the maximum effort, honestly. The cutest gosh darn song I ever did done here. Oh. I love this song. Do you want yeah. to do a reading for us, Sammy? Uh, let me pull up some oh lyrics, my God, and I sure. will. I can tell you, uh, this song sounded like every indie guy likes a girl yeah, song there's only the one thing. It was exactly like Plain White Teens. Is that Plain White Teens, the song I was just singing? Yeah. Really? I love you. Three. Hey there, Delilah, what's it like? Yep, that's Plain White Teens as well. <clears throat> okay, I, I, can I do a dramatic reading? <clears throat> Please do. <clears throat> oh, it's going to be dramatic, not not happy? I'm... I'm good at wasting time. I think lyrics need to rhyme. And you're not asking, but I'm trying to grow a mustache. I eat cheese, but only on pizza, please. And sometimes on a homemade quesadilla. Otherwise, it smells like feet to me. And I, I really like it when the moon looks like a toenail. And I love you. When you say my name, well, that's intense. Like they haven't even exchanged yeah. anything. But anyway, I thought What's... it's like the cutest song. Honestly, it's so. Cute. Why is that me though? <laughs> oh. I've been trying to grow a mustache for years. Hashtag mood. <laughs> I honestly, I also cannot grow facial hair. And I like quesadillas. Yeah, quesadillas. Yeah, I like them. Uh, I disagree with him there because I think cheese is great in all forms. No, I can't Agreed. do it. Cheese on everything. Just cheese to- raw, cheese cheese melted, cheese toasted. I'll tell you how much I don't like cheese. Today we had nachos for lunch, and I didn't get cheese. Why? So you just had a bowl of chips? I had a bowl of chips with some of the other toppings. Oh my Jesus lord. Jesus Christ, Josh. I don't even know who you are. Get out of Texas. What are you doing I'm in sorry. Texas? I'm sorry. Kevin takes all the kids <clears throat> that he has finally won over uh, on a secret spy mission to Camp Star. Ooh to see their yeah. performance oh yeah and it's their friend tess and that other guy practicing like a hundred numbers over and over again and they're like really bickering they are they are not doing well there's a lot of um egos fighting for the spotlight literally yes. yes which is something you could probably expect from a camp that is really only taking people with huge egos well i mean but then what about the rest of those kids that just get shoved to the back as dancers and musicians and stuff i I think that's like the shittiest thing right yeah they just showcase one kid's talents all year this test girl to come over to the camp and immediately get to be like in the front and center well her dad owns like music tv or something i don't remember they're all their (laughs) all their dads do something cocaine they all do cocaine (laughs) well that's what and business. I thought I thought like the lesson here was going to be that um, you when you focus too much on on one star you lose the team aspect. Oh, and so what I good. thought what I thought the lesson was going to be was that they were going to like come back to Camp Rock and make like an ensemble show, like everybody wow. gets 
a thing. And that's, that's what they were starting to do. And was. then they were like, oh, no, we need Mitchie to be our front and center star. Yeah. We are all going to take a step back and let her be in the spotlight. And I was like, no, no, no. I don't think that's the lesson you should have been teaching. It was Mitchie and Shane because they said yeah. that Tess and Blaine or something that they would be that <laughs> They yeah they were like we need to win and to win we have to like have something better than them or comparable yeah. to them but better but you're right yeah I think that would have been so much stronger to have like everyone on stage and everyone yeah doing something. like to they were show planning. showcase everybody because I then I think that would have been the more appealing thing to the t- TV audience which we end up finding out that Axel has been like dumping millions into marketing so they had no chance from the get-go yeah he paid to have like every cell phone in the northeast or whatever texted to be like hey make sure you watch the show and vote for camp pop um and to top it off the like the host of it was very much on camp star's side because she was like friends with axel it was never like they were they were set out to lose which It's fine, but I just thought there was going to be like this like ensemble thing, and then they were going to show the audience that Camp Rock is about fostering each individual person's right love of music, as opposed to Camp Star, where you're pretty much guaranteed to be a backup singer. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen too. I was just disappointed in the direction they took, but yeah, well, so they like semi did it in that in their performance they had a montage of the summer camp stuff but then they had a lot of the kids performing but like just just dancing none of them none of the other ones got to sing yeah well and that's what so the kids seemed really bummed out that they were they weren't going to get to do their little section of it and then they were like oh but we understand mitchy's the best we're never going to be like mitchy and i'm just like i think I think their attitude was just the exact same attitude that Camp Star had. And that was what they were trying to avoid this whole time. And like, instead of actually letting them do it, she was like, you know what? I know Hugh can play a cute little video while I sing. Yeah. It's just, it seemed so opposite for trying to do. Yeah. But that was her solution was to just play a few clips of, the the fun times that they had which was just like the water gun fight yeah but it ended up working because even though they had no chance of winning the excuse me the television performance and they didn't they they ended up advertising camp rock well with their video montage it looked like a more fun summer camp that kids would want to go to they the, the the phones were off the hook and then all the camp counselors end up going back to Camp Rock because they saw how fun it was to be at Camp Rock. And Tess comes back too. Honestly, as the owner, I'd have been like, nah, fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah, you left. We can hire other interns. I'm going to give you a third of the pay that you have. <laughs> <laughs> what happens with Nick and, and the girly girl? He gives her a flower and they run off into the sunset. Oh, okay. So that really was it. Okay. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I don't remember there being much resolution. <gasps> no. All the loose ends. They okay. There wasn't much resolution. They all go to Camp Rock and they have a really cute, like, by the fire, like medley of songs where they're like, Oh. He just like sings like na na na. And like everyone is like, yeah, no, no, no. It was not high school musical. Don't even Yeah, I thought you were about to bust no. out the high school musical no. song. No. Na, 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 <laughs> na, 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 yeah. They also had a little cute thing at the end where they're all recording. It shows that they like meet up again later after camp oh, and they're yeah. all like recording and having fun. And it kind of reminded me of the end of School of Rock. So kind everything everything is works out fine. Everything works out fine, and that's the movie. That is the movie. There's no resolution between Shane and Mitchie. Uh, There's oh, no, no real resolution between uh, the other Nick love, love. There's not really much resolution at all. There's not. But but, uh, uh, no, you know what resolution there is? Kevin finally gets his birdhouse. Oh, yes. Aww. Finally. <laughs> I was so happy. All of the first movie, I was like, he better get a birdhouse. He, is, is he going to get a 
why didn't he get his birdhouse? And then in this one, I'm like, oh, he got it. Yay. Aww. I think that's all the resolution I need. You know what? That's fine because this movie was already an hour and 44 minutes. What? It was all- a stupid long movie. <laughs> really yeah. long movie. You know this would be like two and a half hours on the Disney Channel with all the commercial breaks. Oh my God, that's so true. I'm blah, 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 and you're watching the Disney Channel. Do, 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 do. What? Come with us as we go behind the scenes. Welcome to Mike's Super Short Show. Oh, I loved that show. Oh, you too. You know what does matter? What lessons you learned from this movie? I learned it's about the journey, not the destination. You got to enjoy where you're at. Have a few water balloon fights. You know, take a take a yeah. chill pill. I learned that Nick Jonas doesn't like cheese unless it's on a pizza or a quesadilla. Wow. I realized I am completely opposed to Nick, to Nick Jonas. Completely opposed? Completely opposed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> diametrically opposed oh my gosh Why? no would you be camp rock or camp star probably camp rock it's important to know what you value so like for tess it's being a star for everyone else it's being an artist wow uh ratings uh i, I give it a... out of 10 <laughs> <laughs> last time we did this we both said six out of ten i think we <laughs> all said six out of ten <laughs> But think, what if I don't say six out of ten? You don't have to say six out of ten. I, that was legitimately my rating was six out of ten. I think it's yeah. a fun movie. I think there's some decent songs. I think the choreography is an improvement on the first one. I think the storyline is shit. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's no like real stakes. Oh, six. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I was waiting for. I'm uh, trying to think what I would honestly give this. I didn't actually hate it, so it's automatically like around the five. Some parts were more uh, okay. Fine, I'll give it a six. You got me. It was more <laughs> more enjoyable than a few of the other decoms we've watched lately. I think, whereas in like the flaws were not annoying, and I understood the plot. So there you go. Well, that's all we got for you. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you were to attend either Camp Rock or Camp Star, which one would it be? Let us know. Contact us on social media. Uh, I don't remember what any of them are. Uh, Facebook, podding this together. Twitter, podding together. Podding this. One of those things. Yep, podding Instagram. Together. And on Gmail at poddingthistogether at gmail.com. And if you feel like it, don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And leave us a review. That actually helps. It bumps us up on the on the like recommendation lists. Give us a bump. Give us a bump, guys. Bump us. Bump us.